I'm Anastasia, the smallest girl said. I know, said Henry. She was the youngest, small and wiry for a nine-year-old, and freckled. Her hair was brown, but Henry thought it looked like it wanted to be red. Then how come you didn't say hello, Anastasia, right off? Were you just being rude? Hush, the oldest girl said. Anastasia wrinkled her lip. If you knew I was Anastasia, then what are their names? Henry looked to the oldest girl. Her straight, nearly black hair hung loose past her shoulders. She smiled at him. Penny, Henry said. He turned to the third girl, who had thick brown curls and green eyes. And Henrietta. Henrietta was staring at him. Henry looked away. He suspected he had done something rather awful to Henrietta's cat on his last visit. Suddenly the memory appeared vividly in the foreground of his mind and danced an emphatic jig. He turned red and Anastasia started talking again. What's Penny stand for? She asked, narrowing her eyes. Penny smiled and pulled her crossed legs tighter. It doesn't stand for anything, Anastasia. It stands for Penelope, Anastasia insisted. Doesn't it, Henry? Henry shrugged, but Anastasia wasn't looking at him. She was looking at Henrietta. Henrietta ignored her. No, Penny said, it's short for Penelope. It doesn't stand for it. Standing for something is when you just do initials. Henry tried to catch Henrietta's eye. Do they call you Henry? he asked. Yes, Henrietta said. Henry watched her jaw clench. I don't like it, she added. Henrietta's too long, Anastasia said. Henry thought for a moment. It's no longer than Anastasia. He double-checked the syllables in his head. Yeah. For a while I wanted to be called Josephine, but then they just called me Joe. Henrietta looked at Henry. Will you call me Beatrice? Um, sure, Henry said. We'll call you Beat, Anastasia said, smiling. No, you won't, Henrietta said. Not if you want to keep your teeth. Stop it, Penny said. Why don't we just call you Henrietta? Now that he's here, we can't call you Henry. Henrietta considered this option. She looked at Henry. She seemed to want him to agree. Okay, Henry said. They were silent again, and Henry's thoughts wandered back through his tour of the house. The revolted cat, one of the girls had called him Blake, had quickly disappeared while Aunt Dottie led Henry onto the porch and very helpfully said, Henry, you remember the girls? Henry had then been attached to a human train, one back from the engine, on a high-speed tour of the house. He had seen sofas, gifts from dead great-aunts, lamps that didn't work, treasures acquired by Uncle Frank on the Internet, including a fish fossil now being used, uniquely and quite cheaply, Dottie pointed out, as an end table. Fingers pointed down the stairs into a dark basement. Various artistic pieces were highlighted, all produced by Frank and the girls. Aunt Dottie had laughed and called them especially local artists. Henry was shown the junk drawer, containing a small flashlight, a box of rubber bands, and a sedimentary layer of pens, pencils, paper clips, glue, and a plastic box with a picture of the ocean on its lid. He had seen the toilet, been shown the plunger, and heard of the plumbing trouble. He had been told to hold still and listen to see if the fridge would make its funny noise. It hadn't, but he had been warned that he would know when it did. 
and on the big second-story landing, there had been the door to the room at the front of the house. Henrietta had called it Grandfather's Room, but no one had gone near it. Every other door in the house, every cabinet, every drawer, and every cupboard had all been opened, but not that one. Henry's mind snapped back. He was still on the floor in the attic. The girls had not yet grown weary of him and departed. Henry, Anastasia said, Henry, do you think your parents are going to die? Penny shot an eye rebuke in her sister's direction, but it went unheeded. Henrietta and Anastasia were staring at Henry. Henrietta began twisting her hair. Anastasia leaned forward. Zeke Johnson's dad got killed by a combine. Stop it, Penelope said. If you don't want to talk about it, Henry. Penelope likes Zeke, Anastasia said. Henrietta laughed. Penelope darkened. Everyone likes Zeke, she said. Anastasia looked right into Henry's eyes. He goes up to the graveyard by himself, she said, and he pitches baseballs at his dad's gravestone. Penelope crossed her arms. Mr. Simon told him to write his dad a goodbye letter, and he didn't want to, so he pitched to him instead. I don't want to talk about Zeke, Henrietta said. Penny always talks about Zeke. I want to hear about Uncle Phil and Aunt Ursula. Do you think they're going to die? Anastasia asked again. Penelope sniffed. You don't have to, Henry. Henry pulled in a deep breath and then sighed. No, it's okay. I don't know much anyway. They got taken hostage riding their bicycles in Columbia. The men who talked to me at school said they would be ransomed back. What were they doing? Henrietta asked. They're travel riders, and they wanted to write a book about bicycling across South America. They've been doing stuff like that ever since I was old enough to go to school. You've been to a lot of places then, Henrietta said. No, Henry said, they never take me with them. I've been to Disney World, but that was with a nanny in California once. Anastasia leaned forward. Your parents really got kidnapped? She asked. Henry nodded. By guys with guns? Do you think they had masks? Your parents might be tied up in a cave somewhere right now. I don't know. Something like that, Henry said. They got kidnapped anyway. The three girls were impressed, and they sat chewing on lips or nails, examining Henry and quietly contemplating the situation. After a moment, Frank's voice climbed loudly up the stairs. Scrub the bones, he yelled, and the attic echoed. What? Henry asked. The girls picked themselves up off the floor. Teeth, Henrietta said. Brush your teeth, 